I am so happy to introduce today's guest because she is the reason. She is the person who basically is the reason for this podcast. She gave me the shove I needed to create the Beauty Pro podcast with a simple DM. We need more of you. Listen in as I chat with Robin Spaulding to her experience, her story, and what she's doing to leave her mark in the beauty world. Are you a beauty or barber pro looking for that push to do that thing you've always wanted to do, whether it's in or out of the salon, spa, or shop? Are you tired of not feeling good enough, smart enough, skilled enough? Are you tired of not getting a handle on your mental health, boundaries, and insecurities? I'm Christine Sherwood, the Beauty Pro Coach, an internationally certified coach, a salon and spa owner, and your personal Jiminy Cricket. I use my own experiences, good and bad, as a salon owner to help you be more self-aware, authentic, and forward-thinking in your approach to life in and out of the salon. It's time to reach your version of success with the Beauty Pro Coach Podcast. Hello, hello. This is Christine, your podcast host. I am here with Wella Educator, salon owner, Robin Spaulding. She has agreed to do this fabulous podcast, and I can't wait to share a little quick story about her. But before I go any further, Robin, please introduce yourself to everyone. Hey, so like you said, um, my name's Robin. I actually have a salon on the what west coast of Florida. You're on the east coast. I'm on the west coast. I'm still getting used to that. Um, I moved here from New Orleans about four years ago, and about a year and a half ago, I opened my own salon. I've been an, uh, a well educator for six years now, and that's that's kind of it. You know, there I have a lot on the horizon, but but I I just like to keep myself busy, of course. I've been a hairstylist for over 18 years. I think I'm just going to stop counting now. (laughs) You know, just before we started uh, recording for today's episode, um, I was telling Robin, which now I'm going to tell the listeners, is that Robin was really the big push for me to start the Beauty Pro podcast. And I was so excited. I like, she sent me a message and a couple hours later, I began the podcast process and Robin, just share with everybody what you were saying before, like, like what, what led you to even just send me that DM that you did? Yeah, I think what had happened, like, um, I'm trying to even remember what prompted that, but I think I heard you being interviewed maybe I know I had heard you interviewed on another podcast even before this um, action took place but I was like huh like I see you online all the time and I know I actually came and taught a class sorry about the background here Um, I am sitting outside but I I met you in a class um what right before the pandemic right was Mm -hmm. it before yeah yeah right Um, before yeah. And so I was, I was teaching at your salon and I felt like we just connected and we stayed in touch, you know, over the pandemic and just in general. 
And I was really excited because I, I know that you are coaching, um, which I think is fantastic for like salon owners. And what you were saying on the podcast was really inspiring. And, and I know that you were like kind of focusing on like mental health and, and certain aspects that, you know, I, I feel like are part of being a salon owner, but like nobody talks about like how tough it is mentally. Like we always are taking like these business courses and, you know, we're, we're doing all the education for our stylists. We're trying to like, make sure that their skills are like top notch, but then like, nobody's really there to be like, are you okay? Like we all admit it's hard, but like, can, can somebody help us out? And I was like, yes, you should totally focus on that. Like, I mean, I know this podcast could, who knows where it goes. And I'm so excited to see like where everything goes for you. But I love that you were touching on that. And I was like, you know what? I need to tell her like, yes, keep visiting that. Like we need to talk about mental health. Totally. And I love that you say that. I love that you say like, is that anybody like going to check up on me? Like I, I need help here. (laughs) And that's really what, that's really what led me to do this too, because as salon owners, it's almost like we have to educate our, the technical side. We have to educate the business side. We have to learn how to balance it all, even though there really isn't so, no such thing as balance. But in any case, like we got to like do all the things and then be able to pay it forward and teach it out, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and I love podcasts, like I told you. So I'm like, one more podcast, please. Like, I feel like I'm all consumed by like business and, and things like that. So I'm like, can we have some personal develop, like maybe focus towards us, like the salon owners and really even all stylists need it. You know, I, I feel like I'm constantly, you know, um, trying to build up my stylist in my salon, like, Hey, you did a great job. Like, don't let things eat at you. Like, You don't have to be a perfectionist or like, don't let one little comment, you know, upset you, or maybe you're overthinking it. Like, it's okay. If she says that it needs to be toned down a little bit, it doesn't mean you're a terrible artist. You're just, you know, she's just giving you some feedback. So don't beat yourself up. Like, I feel like I'm constantly having those conversations with them, but then like, nobody's tapping me on the shoulder and being like, Hey girl, you got this. Like, I know payroll was hard to get to this, you know, this week. And like, and you're, you're constantly like following up with clients and, you know, just, you know, and hiring is such a thing. Like there's just so much that, that consumes us that you're at the end of the day, you crash and you're like, Oh my God, this is, how do I, why did I sign up for this? You're just like, is this even is this really what this is? Yes, exactly. <laughs> why did I get into this? Yeah. yeah. Why did I do this to my life? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about how you even became a salon owner, because I know you were out of a suite before, right? Yeah, that's totally correct. Um, so I felt like I was hitting a glass ceiling a little bit there. And honestly, I mean, I know this might sound terrible, but I was kind of falling out of love with hair. Mm -hmm. And I felt a bigger calling to like, basically expand and help other, other hairstylists. Um, And I, I couldn't really figure out how to do that. I know I missed having a team um, and being around other stylists. I, I enjoyed my time in a suite, but I'll tell you, I've, I've pretty much held every job in this industry and, you know, I'm an introvert and I love controlling the environment, but I missed, I missed people. I missed the camaraderie. I missed looking over my shoulder and seeing another stylist do something really cool and like high-fiving her and being like that Mm -hmm. polyester turned out great. Like, 
you, you really don't realize you're going to miss that when you go into like a solo suite situation. But, you know, even though I didn't have some of the other hangups that I think some people have when they go into it, like financially or like, um, trying to figure out how to get clients or, you know, it's like, I, I was, I think I'm built for business. I'm, I'm really good at that. So I was like, well, let me create an environment that I think other stylists would be really happy to go to. Um, and in my area, it's mostly booth rent. Mm -hmm. So I, I found a lot of problems, you know, finding a nice like team based salon. Mm -hmm. Um, there's not a lot of commission structures where I'm, where I'm at, like I'm just South of Sarasota and Northport. Mm -hmm. It's a really cool city, but it's, you know, it's, it's a little older, it's kind of bland, but I do notice there's a lot of like young families moving here and there just wasn't like a nice young person salon, um, or anywhere for, you know, not only the clients who are younger to go to, but the stylist to work out of, mm -hmm. um, and I felt like there were no options for kids coming out of school. Like they were going straight to booth rent and had no business knowledge and didn't even realize that they needed like kind of mentorship. Mm -hmm. um, so I really wanted to grow other people, you know, to, to have the confidence to, you know, kind of rock their chair. I don't know. I just, I just saw everybody struggling. I'm like, I'm seeing clients struggle to find good stylists. I'm seeing stylists struggle to find a great salon home. So I was like, I guess it's time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I, it's time for me to move on to my next, you know, big project. And that was the salon. Yeah. And we've, we've been here for a year and a half and it's been great. Like it's, it's gone better than expected. I don't know what I was expecting, but, um, really great. Yeah. Very that thankful. is so cool that you were able to see like that window of opportunity where, you basically established a place that is bragging rights, not only for clients, but also for employees and, and just other artists. Like I, you know, we're, we're building so quickly and I'm just, I'm so proud of my team. You have no idea. Like I could cry over them. They're so oh. great. Um, I wish I had a cowbell because like every time we get a great Google review, like I'm like, I want to ring a cowbell. Like if you got great customer service, I know that sounds so cheesy. That sounds like, so, so we... fun. Actually. I love yeah. that idea. I might get a front desk bell and just be like, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> yeah. If you loved it here, like, you know, obviously let us know. So, but clients leave excited. Like my girls come in every day and they're excited. Like everybody is so like, like the vibe, like no pun intended. If I hadn't mentioned it, my salon is called five color lounge, but the vibe is like intense and exciting. And like, everybody's like ready and shows up like professionally, but has fun and the clients see it and feel it. And they're like, just as excited to come and see us as we are to show up for them, you know? So if you look at our Google reviews, I mean, I'm like, I hate to jinx myself because not all things, you know, are like perfect forever, <laughs> sure, but sure. like every single Google review is like, I had an amazing time and I had so much fun and my artist is, you know, like it, just like these very heartfelt messages where I'm like, oh my God, I'm just so like, so yeah. proud of them. Yeah. Um, so that's like the real proof to me. Like whenever I have clients constantly like pull me aside and they're like I love your salon like my you know my stylist is like the best my hair's never looked better I'm telling everybody about you guys you guys are doing a good thing I'm like 
there it is. Like, that's, that's why you get up every day. Like as hard as everything is, I'm like, those are actually like my, my little, you know, my signs, right? Like we kind of talked about me being your sign, like start the podcast. I'm like, I do have other people in my life who, you know, have been nice enough to pull me aside and say, you know, you're doing great. Keep going. Yeah. You see, we all need that. We all need that. It doesn't matter where we are in our life. We need that. So what's Mm -hmm. for, because I know this is like a big trend right now in the industry, you know, all the toxic salons and toxic bosses and all that stuff. How are you keeping the energy? So the vibe so cool and happy and collected and just, just good vibes. How do you, how are you doing it? Share. So I'm going to say two things. <laughs> Number one, it was, it was structure. The, the, I, well, before I set up this business, I sat down and I was like, okay, we're going to do this right. I'm not naturally organized, but I was like, if I want something like this to succeed, I have to have the vision. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I created, um, like a training handbook you know, for stylists, not mm-hmm. just apprentices. I created, um, the handbook, like just, you know, the set of instructions. This is what I expect. Um, and number, you know, like, and of course we have systems for everything. So that was really yeah. important. Now yeah. I'm not perfect, perfect right. by any means, right. but, but just setting up those standards. And then number two was hiring and being picky about who I was hiring. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there, I, listen, I worked alone for a couple of months, just being mm-hmm. an assistant and it was very hard. And I did get down on myself a few times and I went through dozens and dozens of interviews mm-hmm. and I would come home and I'd mope to my husband and he would be like, yeah, but did you really even want to hire that person? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. They didn't fit. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's okay because they didn't fit what I'm trying to create. And so naturally the people who are meant to be in my salon are, are here now. Mm-hmm. Um, and one attracted another, attracted another, and it's just been great sense. It was a little slow to start, but it was because yeah. I never really dropped my standards. I didn't just hire out of desperation. I hired for who I thought would be the best fit. Yeah. Um, and that wanted that because, you know, as we all know, if you, if you've ever worked in a salon with like the one stylist that like mm-hmm. doesn't follow the rules. Yep. It upsets everybody else. They're like, how come she, she doesn't, you know, she can show right. up when she wants. And, you know, it's, it's that one toxic stylist that, yeah. that kind of holds everybody back. And I, I haven't had to like really fire yet, like a yeah, little bit, you know, mm-hmm. another story, but um, <laughs> another but, story so, for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. But so, so because I'm terrified to like fire people, <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like, like when things end for people with me, it's going to be like a hug and a kiss and like, you know, best of luck for your next one. Um, versus a fire. So I wanted to set things up to where like, if I didn't feel like it was right with somebody, I wasn't Mm going to hire them because I didn't want to have to fire them. You know, if I felt like at some point something might bother me enough that they might get fired over it. um, Mm -hmm. It just, it's better not to hire them to begin with too much paperwork. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's too much paperwork. It's too much, too much emotional drain. And I love that you said that you are not a naturally organized person, but you knew that you had to have your vision and even your mission and maybe your values all set in place before even like even getting to the hiring and, and, and putting the people in to the walls. Yeah. That's so important. And and I, I do talk about that on other episodes, but 
I'm so happy that you're actually living that because then people can see, oh, I actually do got to do it. Oh, okay. So what influences you, influences, inspires, sets your soul on fire outside of the salon as a stylist first and then as an owner so that you can keep showing up with those high vibes? Ooh. Um, I'm really lucky. Um, I, I have a really inspiring husband. So my husband has like a small indie record label and he's always inspired me. Um, he's one of those guys, like, this is not a natural gift of mine, but like, so he's one of these people who like, if he's going to do something, he's going to do it like to the best of his ability and come out as like CEO, right? Like <laughs> I start a job. He'll start, he actually, uh, so when I, I'll just tell a quick story, but when I first met him, um, he was touring with some bands and, um, and I was just like blown away. I was like, that's so cool. How'd you end up, you know, touring with these rock stars and stuff like that. And he's like, I just kept bugging him, you know, like he was just like, I just really wanted to go on the road. And so I did. Right. So, you know, cue to like a couple of years later, we had kids and I was like, got to get off the road. And he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll just deliver pizzas at like pizza hut. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'll do that. Two years later, he's running like eight restaurants and I'm like, how, how, right. (laughs) I know I'm like only him. So, so now like his new kick, I mean, he's not in the food industry anymore, but now his kick is like, I'm going to start a record label. Like he just comes to me. He's like, I'm going to start a record label. And I'm like, yeah, do that. So now he's got (laughs) this band that he's about to go out on tour with. And I'm just like, holy crap, this man, that's the person who inspires me. I'm just like, whoa, I got to match his energy, right? Like if if he's like killing it and you know, it wasn't always that way. Like we've, we've been married for 15 years. So it's like, we've both been in our slumps and up and down. So it's not always like, yeah, high five, honey. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, go get that money. Like it it wasn't always that way, but like, if he's going to be inspired and and act that way, like I got to level up too. Right. Like, I think Mm -hmm. it's good to just have somebody around you who's like, really inspiring you know and and same with my because of that residually I will have to say like my kids are like top-notch too and like we just have an amazing life because we keep that energy going like in our family and so it translates to the salon you know it's I I couldn't have done that like I have to admit I couldn't have been that way like you know three or four years ago like but right now is my time. So I just, I feel like I'm just kind of vibing off of that energy, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, why not now? Why not me? Right. Right. And, and yeah. it does, it comes in waves and right now you're on the high wave and you're in you, it sounds like you're enjoying every single second of it. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I okay. Am. Thank you. You're welcome. So, <laughs> so we're talking about all the, all the good now let's, let's get a little serious, right? Let's get a little depressing. <laughs> What about, Let's do it. what about your struggles, right? What is your, the biggest struggle or failure you've ever had to face and how did you overcome it? Biggest struggle or failure. That's hard because I feel like I haven't had anything that has just completely knocked me on my face. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's little things throughout my life. Um, you know, I know there was a time where I was not like performing my best because I, I, um, like I was an alcoholic for a little while. So Mm -hmm. like, 
you know, and that's even hard because I was like, oh, I'll just stop, you know, and then and it's the hindsight that kind of taught me that I, I was mm-hmm. not performing my best because I was drinking every day. Yeah. So I think that kept me from excelling to where I'm at now. Like, mm-hmm. but I think everything happens for a reason. Now, as, as far as like the hardest, I would say like that, that first time that like, like I was talking about before, I've never really like fired somebody, but I was planning <laughs> to fire her. Uh-huh. And then she like, fired herself but then she was like but I'm quitting and I was like okay you didn't show up for work so right. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I just happened that. I'm like what just ha- yeah and my husband's like well it looks like she did the dirty work for you so you know count it as a blessing and I'm like okay <laughs> you know so it's like that so far as a salon owner was the hardest but like I feel like it's that's like you kind of I don't let anything be like devastating I just roll with it I'm like okay one more experience under my belt now I have something to learn from and yeah. moving on. And yeah. I feel like I do that with clients too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have, everybody has mess ups. Everybody has difficult clients. So I'm like, okay, you know, she didn't like her hair. It's okay. Maybe I'm not the person for her. Maybe she's nuts. I don't know. Like, <laughs> we'll just figure it out. So, so yeah. I wouldn't say there's anything like any kind of total, like, oh God, why? Right. You know? Right. So, but it, yeah, it, I don't. It's just sound. It sounds like it's just like the the typical beauty pro barber pro like lifestyle. You know, we just like roll with it. Like, oh, okay, there goes another bump in the road. All right, let's just keep trucking. You know, like <laughs> that's what it yeah. sounds like. We're just resilient people, which I love. I think so because I I hear other people who are like, oh yeah, worst thing that ever you know happened, and they're like, I lost a three million dollar business and I'm like yeah I don't I'm glad I don't have anything like that to learn from but like I feel like it's the little things that have really you know helped develop me and and made me resilient yeah yeah what's what's a struggle or a little hiccup that you're facing right now presently Mm -hmm. letting go of control and I think Mm. (laughs) I think it's a little bit masked as my, my people pleasing and my wanting to help everyone. So my main hang up that I'm trying to get over and I will <laughs> is, um, that I want to do everything for everyone. I don't want anyone to have to, you know, well, let me take care of your clients or let me, you know, um, you know, stuff all the new guests, goodie bags. Like you guys don't have to worry about it. And they're like, well, we'll do it, you know, like bring us something to do. And we'll like the, the girls on my team, they're like, Oh, well, you know, if you want me to, to, I don't know, call that client or to take care of that redo, or, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't even like, anytime I take off, I'm like, Hey, I can still answer the phone if you don't remotely. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we'll, we'll handle it. It's going to be okay. So I think that I'm doing a good thing, like taking it off of their plate and just onto mine, but they're like, no, give us responsibilities. And, and I think it's disguised, you know, it's controlled disguised as that want to help, you know, I don't, yeah. it's not that I don't trust them, you know, cause mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not yeah. that it's just, so, but it probably is like a deep rooted control issue. Right. So I'm just kind of getting over that. Yeah. But what a blessing that you actually have a team that is like, what are you doing? Like, we got it. And that's just like, that's just such a gift because you did plan accordingly. And like you waited and you hired slow. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so good. Those are good people. Nobody's like, well, that's not my job. I'm like, okay. You know, like 
I'll be like, well, um, you know, like in the bathroom cleaning the toilet and like Uh somebody will come in and be like, um, I can do that. And I'm like, no, don't worry about it. It's cool. I got, Um, you know, like stuff like that. They're like, you don't have to do that. We'll clean. I'm like, no, no, it's cool. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now what's as a beauty professional being in the industry for so long, I don't know about you, but I've learned so much about people regardless of where they are in their life, like what profession they do. And I've learned a lot of lessons, but what is one lesson you have learned as a beauty professional that everyone needs to know? Like lawyers, doctors, mailmans, like what's that lesson that everybody who's not a professional in the industry needs to know? Mm, I wish you'd have sent me these questions. Oh, oh man. I, feel like I, have, I know. I feel like I had a lot to like, they're like, this is a great question actually, because I, I, I feel like I always have this discussion with people too. It's like, ah. you know, I specific to our area here in like, you know, Florida, you have a lot of people who come in from different areas and they're like, you know, obviously pricing is always a really tough one. Um, and, and people come in and they're like, well, in Ohio, my highlights were $75. Y'all might get that over yes. in you know, Jacksonville too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay. So what, you know, like I, I, I don't know, like as an industry, like I wish we were just a little bit more respected and that people understood like what the high cost of doing, you know, hair color and haircutting and things like that is, I think people don't really see the overhead or like, don't understand it. So they're like, highlights couldn't, you know, cost that much. And then here I am like breaking down every like scoop of color and I'm like, okay, so, you know, this highlight was just $75 in color alone because we did, you know, a full highlight with extra bowls and great mm-hmm. top and, you know, and then a, a gloss treatment and Wellaplex. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm like, I just, you know, as much as I realize, like, it's not, it's not everybody outside of our industry's business to know, like, they don't really mm-hmm. care, like how much it costs. I, I right. wish that they could just be, ha- you know, like have maybe a more open mind about like, oh, it, you know, they're probably running like a pretty reasonable business. And that's just what the cost of doing business is now. So yeah, my highlights are going to be $300 because they couldn't possibly be 75 for the, you know, like yeah. it's 2023. If they were 75 and 95, then what the heck is going on? You know? <laughs> like just, just open your mind, you know? Yeah. And, and I'll say the same thing that I think everybody says is like, you know, I've been doing here for 20 years and, and I just, you know, I can't wait for the day that like, you know, somebody goes to hair school and they tell their parents and, and their parents are just like, oh yeah, that's awesome. You're going to do amazing. You could do this. You could do that. You're going to make so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, because honestly, like, I think it's still like, I think we've gotten better, but I still think, you know, we have a long way to go. I think the perspective mm-hmm. is still just like, oh, you know, maybe, especially with YouTube and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, somebody could do that at home or, you know, I'll just use some splat and, right. you know, like what's the difference between that and going to the salon. So I think we still have a lot, you know, to prove. I wish we didn't have to do that, but I don't know. I, I think it'll get better as the generations, you know, come up too. No, I love that. And as more, I, I feel like the industry really is moving in a, more organized direction like since COVID like COVID shined a light on us 
in such a way that I feel like it is like growing, but I agree with you. Like, I do look forward to the day when parents are like, you're going to do what? Wow. That's so great. And like, just have like these bragging rights of, well, my child is an amazing X, Y, Z, you know? And I, yeah, I do. I agree with you. And I'm happy that you shared that too, because I feel the same way. So what's, you, you have a salon, you've worked in all the different areas of the, of the industry, really. What's the big picture? Like, what is your, what is your goal? I think developing others. I just, I have a heart for our industry and I, you know, I have my handful of clients that I love. Like I keep taking away days, but they're like holding on for dear life. They're like, no, don't leave me, you know, but I'm, I'm sort of like, trying to step away from the chair so that I can spend more time mentoring my girls. And then I would like to expand the salon. I'd like to expand my reach. I really feel like um, I have a unique approach that could be very helpful to other people. I admire what you're doing and I know you're a certified coach, which is so awesome. That's such goals, but you know, I'm, I'm looking at like mentorship in some way, shape or form. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't know what that looks like yet, but hopefully something pretty cool on the horizon too for that. But that's cool to be like at these, at this crossroad. Cause it's so yeah. exciting. Like anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I think I had like a, a huge aha moment, um, like at my last Wella training, actually, mm-hmm. like I love social media too. It's like, definitely something that has helped my business so much. And I'm like, Oh, it's a no brainer. Like everybody should know this stuff. Right. And I had picked, um, for a training on the last day, there was like an advanced class and they're like, well, you're either, you know, like they, they split us up into groups so that we could work on social media. And they're like, well, you're either a, you know, a beginner and intermediate or an advanced. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pick advanced. I kind of felt like maybe I didn't deserve that, you know, title, but I was like, let me just see, you know, I I'd rather just like throw myself into the fire sometimes, even if I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and I sat in that (laughs) class and, and I walked away and I was telling one of the other, um, uh, educators that I had seen everything. I was like, I I already knew that, you know, I know I already knew this. I already, and it was good information. Don't get me wrong. Everybody was going, Oh, you know, Oh, I didn't know you could, you know, whatever. And I was like, yeah, but I know that. And she looks at me and she goes, well, don't you think then maybe that's a sign you should be teaching it or that you should be, you know? And I was like, maybe, I don't know. And then I just have so many people since I've opened the salon, reach out and go, well, you know, can you give me tips? Can you help me out? Can you, you know, and I'm, because they see what I'm doing and they see how excited we are, Mm -hmm. happy we are. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe I could help other people because I, I just, like I said, I love stylists and if I can help other salon owners or other stylists, you know, build, I think that would be amazing. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Okay. Might be, might be picking your brain soon. Yeah, that's okay. I welcome it. Yeah. Come on over. <laughs> yeah. So what is every, okay. So we all have our own version of success, right? We all, some of our dreams is to be on stage educating. Some is to be traveling. Some is just to, you know, make enough money to do hair and come home and chill with the dog. Like what is your version of success? My version of success um, is and just- And don't be, being... don't be shy about it. Okay. Like let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I manifest and every morning I, I write down 10 opportunities that will be created for me. Um, yeah, which I think, I mean, I love, I love like getting deep too. So, but I, I feel like it works. Um, so I'll just pick a couple of things off my list, maybe. And, and they're always like just happy, healthy family and more adventures. I think if I could just be truly like so financially free that I could like get an RV and work from anywhere and still like, you know, be able to, you know, drop in on zoom calls with my team and like touch other people and teach classes, you know, across the United States and, you know, I, for a long time, when I was younger, I wanted to do like the onstage thing. And I've worked with some really amazing artists. Like um, I did the BTC show last year with Brianna Cisneros and Sonia Dove. Mm. And I mean, and I actually have worked with Sonia a couple of times. And I mean, like, that was the big goal then. So I'm like, well, yeah. now what? Like you already yeah. reached it, honey. Like what now? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, like, I did it well, already. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I know what? Time to move the bar higher because I'm an overachiever, of course. I'm right. like, well, all right, what's next? Like you can't just like, you know, oh, yeah. right off into the sunset. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. You know, I just, I, like I said, I would love to just be completely financially free and able to just help others in whatever scenario that looks like and be able to have like amazing adventures with my family, like whatever that looks like. And just, you know, it'd be cool if like my daughter, like I know that you're a second generation, right? Second. Yes. Okay. Second. Yeah. I, I met your mom. She's cool. Yes. Um, so, yes. Like, so like if my daughter could come and, you know, help me with the salon, eventually she's 14, who knows what she'll do, but, but you know, I, I just, I don't, something like that. I just want to continue to help others, you know, even well after I'm able to do hair. Mm -hmm. You know, I started much younger, but when I was 14, I was sweeping floors. Oh yeah. Just an idea. (laughs) Just planting, just planting seeds. (laughs) No, totally. My kids um, grew up in the salon. My son, he's kind of, he's 11 now. He's kind of like, you know, do I have to go up there? But my daughter, she, she sits at the front desk and she checks people out and she, oh yeah. And she is a schmoozer too. She's actually extroverted. So she like loves to chat up the ladies and like they tip her. There have been times where I've had clients come in and they're like, where's your daughter? And I'm like, oh, you know, she's at school right now. And they're like, well, here's a 20 for her. Tell her I missed her. I'm like, are you tipping her? And she's not even here. (laughs) They just love her. She's so cool. I love that. Yeah. They would do that to me too. So, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for her future. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, she's, if she will not be a stylist, she will be a businesswoman for sure. Love it. Yeah. Okay. What is one insult that you've gotten that you're just super proud of? <laughs> An insult I'm proud of. That totally. was a good one. <laughs> okay. I remember it too. It was the last time this client came to me. <laughs> <laughs> the last time. <laughs> I I was doing her hair and she was, you know, like, I'm, I, I mean, I don't, I consider myself spiritual, but you know, not super Christian by any means. Um, but, and I knew she was super Christian, but she was cool. She was like, yeah. you know, she rides motorcycles. Like she seemed right. like a, a hip, you know, older person to me and everything. And we did this, you know, she would get this cute little flippy, like Dixie chicks hairstyle. And I was cool. like, all right, she's kind of edgy. So she was my girl, you know, and I was doing her hair for a while 
And one time I like stood up and like took off my apron and underneath was um, a Sam Hain shirt. And I don't know if you know who Sam Hain is, but anyway, so, so if you know that band, the misfits, it's like okay. a follow-up band after that. So, you know, it's like skeletons and, okay. and you know, that kind of imagery. And it wasn't sure. actually that weird looking, but I, so I had a band tee on and that's, okay. but that's my style in the salon. Right. You know, I wear like right. ripped jeans and a band tee. And I took off my apron and she sees the Sam Hain, you know, shirt and it's not no pentagrams, nothing too vile. Right. right? It just right. is like a skeleton. And she's like, oh, she goes, I didn't know that you were creepy. And I was like, what? You didn't know I was creepy? I'm like, I have purple hair. My fingernails are black. <laughs> like we are listening to, like, what are we listening to right now? Like, I'm, I'm like jamming, like, you know, like music. Right. So I'm like, when now she she realizes that I'm creepy and I never saw her again but I was it it stuck with me I was like okay that was weird I was like am I insulted or am I flattered like what what was it yeah wow yeah how interesting that just something so slight made the biggest the biggest impact yeah and I never saw her again like she didn't rebook she just and I had been doing her for a while it's the wildest thing but I was like okay I'm not gonna follow up because that it just took me back I was like okay so I was good enough you know when she thought I was like normal I guess Mm. to do her hair and then all of a sudden I'm you know I'm not a Satan worshiper like right (laughs) right it's so hurtful like you start you just said it like I'm not a Satan worshiper like I just like the band like what's what's going on oh man yeah I I don't even think she knew who that was so it wasn't it wasn't right yeah Oh, your taste of music thing. is awful. <laughs> yeah. Poor baby. All right. Yeah. Pushing her all the good vibes. <laughs> she, you know what I say about people too? Like, I mean, because this happens with my stylist where they'll feel personally attacked too. I'm like, yeah. that person just still has some healing to do. Yeah. You know, they're not happy in some place in their life mm-hmm. and it's projecting onto you. So, yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. So now we are coming to the end of our time. That was the fastest. Oh my gosh. That was so fast. Um, Oh, totally. What's something that you wish I would have asked that I haven't? And what would you have said? Oh, that's a good one. Um, Gosh, what haven't you asked? Um, I don't know. Oh, no, I don't. Gosh, this is hard. <laughs> like, why, why'd you make that hard? Something. I don't know. I don't think I knew what to expect. I was like, ooh, what are we going to talk about? This is going to be really interesting because I know you're like brand new. You're starting mm-hmm. up. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I listened to your intro podcast, which was really cool. I love, oh. I love learning like some background things about you. But Thank like, you. I wish I could interview you, you know, like I'm a lot of questions for, yeah. So maybe, maybe I wish you to ask, like, if we could follow up and like, just chat, like, <laughs> let's do it like, just to hang out. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's hang out. I am so down. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm, like, I feel like you covered so much. I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know where I'd go from there. So I, well done. Well Thank done. Thank you. <laughs> so we know that you're in Northport. You, we know that you're in Florida. How can, how can people, other stylists, reach out to you, maybe work with you or just send you a chat, like just hang out. How can they connect? 
Yeah. So mostly I'm, I do Instagram obviously. So I'm, I'm at Robin Spalding hair and that's R O B I N S P A U L D I N G hair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm on Facebook a little bit, but not <sighs> Facebook. I should do better. And then of course, <laughs> like every day I'm like, I'm going to start a TikTok, and then I'm like, no, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. So, so really Instagram is like the best place to find me. Um, right now you see like a lot of my, my work with Wella, you'll mm-hmm. see a lot of that there. Sometimes I share a little bit of like tidbits behind the scenes at the salon, but cool. yeah, I'm just kind of, it's just kind of like a collection right now. So, but okay. I would love to, I love chatting with other people and like, um, just connecting and getting different people's perspective in the industry. So I would love to connect with others. I love it. Well, there you have it. Listener, you have all the things about Robin. I hope she uh, inspired you and yes, influenced you too. So Robin, thank you for coming on. I love this. Thank you. It's such a pleasure. Until next time or until you have your own podcast. (laughs) We'll talk then. You're you're gonna be guest number one. I love it. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> All right. Aww, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon. If you got anything at all from this episode with Robin, I hope it's to better yourself and pass it forward to others. I always learn so much from her and learn to keep myself sharp. Check her out, send her a quick hello in the DMs on Instagram, and don't forget to leave your ratings and reviews on this episode. That's all for now. Until next time. If you loved this episode, subscribe to the Beauty Pro Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. Don't forget to leave your reviews, stars, feedback so I can continue bringing the content you deserve and want most. Your feedback fuels this podcast. The more you give, the more you get back. You can follow me at The Beauty Pro Coach on Instagram and Facebook. Want to contact me directly? Email me at be free at goldentruthcoaching.com.